You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, mic check, waifu, waifu. My tellionaire, is that you? Polo on, what's up? <laughs> this is episode 151 of Paladrome with Mic Check, waifu, waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to loucomplex.com and use that offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. It's also brought to you by Patreon producers. Our Patreon producers being AB and Brown, Dre, the GOAT, G, Johnny from Anime Lytical Podcast, Kate the Pro. From Chaotic Culture Podcast explicitly, Monique Williams and Nachi. Shout out to Nachi. Appreciate you, brother. Um, there, uh, Mike Check Wife Wife was an anime podcast brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. EST. We cover seasonal shows, new shows, um, and all the current anime that's currently going on. We talk spoiler talks in the second half of the show. This week being Spy Family, Summertime Rendering, and what else, Tell. Tomodachi game. Let's do Tomodachi game. Yeah, we can do that for the three spoilers because I think that'd be uh that'd be good. And uh yeah, we talk about that in the second half of the show after our music break. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at MikeCheckWaifu. I'm at Polo Bornfly. That's at King Teliano. This uh <clears throat> this episode we got a few topics to talk about this time. Um, yeah yeah a few a few because there's what's that you drinking? This is some um. Strawberry jasmine oolong tea. For those okay. of you who are watching early on the Mike Check Waifu Waifu Patreon, getting early access to the video version is real good. Where you get that from? Is that like an Oriental store or something? Yeah, you know it's a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I think it's a H Mart. Y'all, you, you ever been to uh, Two Hands yet? No. What's Two Hands? It's like the the Korean corn dogs. Oh no, no, not yet. Yeah, um, that was the first thing we tried because Monique was was like, "Yeah, we got to get that." We she literally <laughs> looked it up. We went. It was like around the corner from the hotel we were staying at, mm-hmm. and it was good, bro. It was good. I ain't gonna lie to you. All right, yeah, this anime podcast. My bad, man. <laughs> hey, to, how, how you doing, Polo? To be real, man, I'm doing all right. I'm tired. Uh, I worked a lot this week. I did a lot of um little side hustle, if you want to call it that or whatever. I'm Polo a, always hustle. I'm a little exhausted, but I feel you. I'm here. I'm here. Um. We got, man, listen, this week, for some reason, was so hard for me to watch anime, man. Really? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't finish up anything. Every, I didn't finish up most of the stuff we need to watch until probably the last 45 <laughs> minutes before I hopped in Discord. I, I was struggling, man. I couldn't, I couldn't get in the mode. I, I have these moments where I'm just not in the mood. Especially if I okay. ex- exhausted myself, like how I was doing this week, I exhausted myself, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I literally would come home, sit at my desk, and be like, "Okay, I'm about to do this," and I would just sit here, right? Literally do nothing, just kind of like look, maybe maybe watch a YouTube video, but I wasn't even in the mood for that. Then I would go lay down, get up, and do the little hustle again, come back, and do nothing again. I don't know, man. I was it was so, a rough week for me. Let me shed a little light on that. Yeah. 
I'm currently, because uh, y'all know I'm a certified personal trainer, I'm currently working on a, a wellness coach certification as well as a nutrition certification because at my current job at the gym, I get paid more for having a secondary certification. Of course, and it, yeah. it's, it's basically commission-based. So for every client, I get, I get a percentage of whatever their initial sale is, which is actually pretty good. Like if, if it was a $300 sale and I get 50% of it, you know, Per, per session for every 30 every 30 minute session you know yeah that's that's a, a good sell so basically uh, one of the things that i've been looking at is like burnout people get burnt out mm. and even if it's not like let's say even if you're not burnt out from anime mm-hmm. you get burnt out from so many different things emotional right. burnout physical burnout burnout from something that you might enjoy mm-hmm. and in most cases the burnout around stuff that you enjoy is never really around the stuff you enjoy. It's not because you're because doing that, something. That thing. Yeah, it's because the stuff around that, right? You mm-hmm. might get too emotionally invested in something or something mm-hmm. might not, you know, just life in general. Life will give you burnout. So, you know, sometimes, you know, you just got to take those moments to rest, bro. Take and and we, we need it, bro. Because, you know, we, I feel like we be grinding. We've been grinding for a while. Uh, <laughs> I remember... Yeah. At one point, I had two, three jobs, mm-hmm. polo, two, three jobs kind of dude. Then, you know, we start, we was working and we doing the podcast. Then we yeah. moved. <laughs> I had, I'm having kids. Polo got <laughs> everything else he dealing with. And, you know, burnout is, is normal. That's going to happen. So Straight I'm saying up. to both my my brother and our listeners over on Mike Check Wife Waifu podcast, we, we appreciate you for listening. For sure. But take care of yourself, you know, take a break sometimes. Uh I'm not going to say don't let yourself get burnt out because that's not a reality. It's going to happen to everybody. Yes. But when you do get that burnout, realize that you got to take care of yourself. Yeah, man. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to make a suggestion to our listeners too. Turn turn off your phone, man. Turn. Don't get on Twitter. Don't get on Instagram. Don't get on nothing. Just sit back, relax, and take time to think to yourself. And if you have to turn off your phone, I would say take out your battery, but that ain't a thing nowadays anymore. <laughs> Damn, I'm Very old. few phones. Very few phones let you take out your battery. But you know, just just relax, man. Just take some time when you get off of work. You know, ain't nothing wrong with just laying in your bed and not doing anything. Facts. You are not lazy <laughs> not for lazy. relaxing. Yes. You are not lazy. And, and that's the one thing about burnout, too. People feel like they they lazy because mm-hmm. they're not doing nothing. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. You burnt out, bro, or sis. Like, it's, you need to relax. Exactly. Stop feeling, stop feeling like you need to do something all the time because you don't. I promise you, whatever you're about to do is going to be there. Take it from us. We know. And we work very, very hard a lot. So yeah, keep that in mind, y'all. Just just relax, just relax. Especially man, especially from time to time when I be looking on Twitter, I just be seeing some of y'all. <laughs> some of y'all stress yourself out, and I'm just like, y'all just gotta just gotta relax. Just right. take take some time to relax. I promise you, nothing is as serious as you make it. Nothing in this world, nothing. Because Thanks. guess what? The most expensive currency is time. So just take time. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing in the world is that uh, Polo and I, even without talking like preemptively, right? We agree on so many different things. Yes, I agree like wholeheartedly with what he just said. First of all, time is so expensive, bro. Yes, very like, expensive. Way like more expensive you, than money. If you think that I'm not about to charge you out the wazoo for my time, and then like, <laughs> I, and that's one of the reasons why I hate working for people because I don't care how much. Mm-hmm how much you paying me in my mind is never worth my time. Exactly. Like 
it, it has to be it has to feel like it's worth my time like for instance like I, I really do enjoy my job because I'm helping people like I feel like I'm working on making people better in general right yeah. I love my job but do I love going into somewhere and working for someone else the clock. no bro <laughs> yeah. that is not my thing it is not yeah, but, and, yeah. And, but again that's fine too you can you can also punch a clock it's yes we're not we're not judging you for punching a clock but just know you know just find time for yourself that's find time for yourself exactly that's it man <laughs> It gets it gets it gets real weird, man. When I just see people over overly stressing themselves out for absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. You you control what you you know how you live. I'm not even gonna edit none of that out. This that is was a, great. This is an anime podcast brought to you every Tuesday. I already said that. Um, yeah, let's get into this. What was your episode of the week this week, though? Ayoashi, bro. I want to talk about it too, but Ayoashi, great episode. It's the soccer anime. I'm disappointed in you. I, I don't give a fuck how good the soccer episode was. I know what was. you're going to say, though. I no, I don't care how good the soccer episode was. There's no way you should put it over Summertime Rendering or Spot Family. Absolutely. I knew you was going to say that. No I way. I knew you was going to say that. No All fucking right. way. I don't give a damn how good this this soccer anime is supposed to be. Then, Spy, right. What Spy Family did was the no, most beautiful that's shit. That's spoiler talk in the world. It, no, we we gonna get to we gonna get to the spoiler talk. I'm not gonna spoil nothing. But it was the most beautiful shit in the world, animation wise, <laughs> pacing wise, story wise, just wonderful. Then summertime rendering blew your fucking mind with the seriousness that we all need this season. That mm-hmm. is unbelievable, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But then guess what? Tomodachi what? game had an episode that I had me like, oh, that was actually not bad. Not oh. Polo liking Tomodachi game. It's not. It was not a bad show for one. Yes, I do like Tomodachi game, but it was a way better episode than they seen weeks previous. And I'm talking. About yes, episode, I agree with that. Episode five of Tomodachi game way better than it has mm-hmm. been recently. But all right, let me let me tell you why. Talk to me. Ayoashi was my episode of the week, and why it's wrong. Okay, I'm cool with that. It's a sports anime, right? Every episode has had some sports taking place, right? We're playing soccer. Every episode has had that action-paced stuff. Um, But what really hit home for me this week, and and I always say this, I've said this before, an anime that drives home the fact like that friends are family or the importance or significance of family always gets me. And I've said this before, Mm. because I am an only child, I've always felt so much significance in creating my own family with like the friends I have, right? Right. So so one of the biggest things with like that mentality for me is like, although I have no siblings, Polo is my brother and I'm gonna treat him, you know, like how I would treat my actual brother. My cousin, I have a cousin named Ricky. He's my brother, like, you know, we, we, we really feel like brothers. Um, and Polo, all my other friends they, that, that I treat like brothers and it's like I have friends that I might say bro to but the ones who I'm gonna treat like a brother Polo knows them and they're they're not they're very few between but they I have that that bond with those brothers that I feel strongly about right and anything like that that's gonna that's gonna kind of cultivate that kind of relationship in an anime is important to me what Ayashi did in this episode there was no action. What ep- no. What episode number are you referring to? Just for the listeners, listening. It's and the- episode five. Okay. So there was no action, no sports being played, but uh, what 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 transpired here was the fact that what happened in the first episode, in the very first episode, of Ayawashi, uh, 
our main character is playing a soccer game and they're on the verge of winning, right? And he's really the only one who's scoring. His rest of his team is trashed. But someone he used to play with from an old school started talking shit. Basically said like, hey, you know what? Like, <laughs> I see. I see the rest of your team is garbage. They all suck. And, you know, he's talking down on his on the entirety of this guy's team mm-hmm. that he just came from, mm-hmm. right? And our main character is like, he's letting it slide because he knows like, you know, it is what it is, you know? But what the character says is like, and it looks like you got some new cleats on. You finally got money to get cleats? Because I remember back oh, when we shit. played, your mom couldn't even afford cleats for you. You was just oh. out there playing in old, r- ragged up, you know, cleats. You it. finally got cleats now, right? So he he get mad and start yelling and headbutt dude, right? Ejected from the game, they lose by like four points, right? His team loses. In between that process, and I, I hate to talk about it, but he he's working on joining a better team, but not not because he wants to leave his team, but because he he wants to make a better life for his mother, you know, in general. Then this latest episode, he has kind of like this, this epiphany because it's over the summertime and he's kind of going through everything. And he's talking to like a person from the camp who's t- saying like, well, what is your motivation in the first place? Why are you doing this? And he, he kind of yells like, I want to go pro because I need to make a better life for my mother. That's why I want to, why I want to be a pro soccer player. I want to make a better mm-hmm. life for my mother. My brother sold the last of his stuff and worked hard to give me the money to even go to these tryouts. And I didn't think I was going to make it, but I made it. And he was like, I have to do this for my family. And while he's saying that, his mom opens the door and kind of sees him like saying this. And to them, because they had a falling out before in prior episodes, that this was almost like an apology that she just walked in on. Never let them know it happened. Damn, we should we should have caught spoilers before this. My yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's mad spoiler talk. But this is this is this is this is why this episode is so good for me. Uh, basically, our main character he's he's determined not to cry or frown. He just wants to smile this entire episode because it's going to be the last time he sees his friends from the school he's with. He's leaving to go to Tokyo, Japan, which is going to be away from his mom and his brother. And he doesn't want to leave them with a frown. He holds that he holds that up the entire time. He leaves school because he goes to school first thing in the morning and shows them like, hey, I love you guys. I'm heading out. I'm going to go to Tokyo now. He goes to the train station. His entire soccer team beat him to the train station to say goodbye to him. Mm. Uh, his mom didn't make it, but she left him a, le- a note, right? And said, don't open until you get on the train. Gave it to her brother, his brother. As he gets on the train, he's he's held up his bargain. He said, I'm not going to frown. Not He said, I'm not going to let my team see me frown. He did not frown the entire time. He gets on the train, opens up his letter. It's this long letter from his mom. I'll let y'all go in there and see that. But the moral of the story is, at the end of it, she said, I'm sorry I could never get you those cleats. And he he he's like, I'm sorry I can never. She said, I can, I'm sorry I can never afford to get Joe's cleats. He opens up the box and it's a brand new pair of cleats for him to go to Tokyo, Japan, and play in this new soccer league with the best of the best. And he burst out crying. I'm just like, it, so it, it, it had an emotional impact. It, it was very it was very good. And I think that like, do I think I think it was as good as like Summertime Rendering and Spy Family? I just think that the scenario for me mm-hmm. because of how how highly I value like family and friendship and those kind of loyalty bonds and whatnot. It was it was good for me. It I, I it was hard for me to put anything above that after watching it. I see. Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense for for you in your situation. But it it to me, it seems very Hajime no Yibo. 
it it was better than any scene in Hajime no Ippo. One hundred percent was better than any scene in Hajime no Ippo. That that moment alone to me, I would have been like, "Yeah, go ahead." <laughs> the closest, I mean, Haikyu is good, but I don't I don't, I don't remember yeah. a scene that was that emotional in Haikyu. Not mm, do no impactful like there was impactful scenes like that in Haikyu, oh, but that, emotional would, with those kind of bonds wasn't there for me. Oh, oh wow! Okay, all right, wow. Not like that. Like that was like talking to your mom, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't. I gotta watch it myself, and I'm, and I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna prejudge it before I even watch it myself. So, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt. I, I will say that this could be entirely wrong. I don't believe in five episodes that this has any emotional impact that Haikyuu had. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say that for my personal. I don't know. I'm just fucking talking out of my ass, and I know it. But I just don't see I just can't I just can't I just can't Maybe I'll watch it But then again I don't think I care enough To watch it uh, Cause it's a sports anime <laughs> <laughs> Yeah it, it sounds good though Sounds good though well, yeah, it was I'm, pretty good for me. I'm glad you liked it, though. I'm glad it, I'm glad it made it your episode of the week, and it, and we were able to give something else that probably isn't getting enough shine, some shine, and I'm pretty sure our listeners appreciate that. So that's dope. I know I appreciate you bringing that. Uh, so for me, the, the the thing I wanted to talk about, and <clears throat> this may sound crazy because I'm about to kind of go against myself here, okay? Let's and, hear it. And this is gonna touch on, you know manga adaptations and, and so on and so forth I've learned upon doing some research um, that the reason why Shield Hero is so poop-tastic this season is because of the manga is not being adapted uh, is not being adapted properly now the research I've done I've came across the fact that what's going on right now I because I was fucking baffled watching what I was watching I'm like there's no fucking way because the sh- my sh- shield hero was never bad it was never a bad show okay it wasn't a bad show it was an very average to good show it was just average and good I was able to watch it and enjoy it and be entertained this time I am not entertained in the slightest are you not entertained no I will I am not entertained by this at all and I'm like this is not right This something's not right here so I, I, I then go in and do some research and look look up some stuff there's about 150 chapter no 150 pages and about 5 chapters that are really thick chapters completely skipped gone there are things that we just don't get at all like this old lady okay this this soldier, yes the soldier girl with the pink hair in the show y'all know what I'm talking about if y'all watching the show no idea where the fuck she came from we in, we skipped the entire backstory of the green hair chick that that was a part of the bow heroes team there was an entire story that is so fucking good actually that is that is the beginning of shield hero type good that was not included in this at did, all did you read it now mate no. I looked. I did my research and kind of okay. looked around like the, and like spark notes kind of thing. Exactly, I spark noted it because I was not fucking reading it. Um, but it was so like the the spark notes of it that I got so good, bro, so good as to why this all happened. Now, I still don't like the green hair chick at all. Like, 
Rossini, whatever her fucking name is. I don't like her at all. But there's so much that just don't make sense as to why they're telling the story this way. And it's apparently they're just trying to rush to the next arc. They're trying to get to the the part that they feel like is the best. But at the detriment of the entire show's integrity, they decided to say fuck it. This goes into um was very important to me and I think that's just follow the fucking source material man if it's one thing Attack on Titan does extremely well with the with the anime adaptation it, it, it does follow the, the source material like everything is I'm a, for like I'm, I'm gonna use this because it sounds good it's comic accurate I like I know it's a manga but you know it sounds better mm-hmm. to say comic accurate it's just it's just accurate and that's appreciated I'm sure but this shit I mean it, they like an entire gap of a whole three week training arc not there gone so from the moment they got the land like Reptalia and um, Nafumi got the land they did a whole three week training arc to get Reptalia and uh, was it Philo is her name Philo yep get, yep Philo to, to get them the power they needed to use the move that they did against the tortoise the whole tortoise fight by the way also completely different not even nowhere near as epic as it should have been the tortoise was so fucking big in the manga that <laughs> that it, it one step can flatten an entire town it wasn't nearly as big as it showed like it's it was mm. terrible there was a whole scene where you know how you know when they cut spoilers for Mashio Hero up to this point how they cut off his head there was a whole nother fight after that before they even went inside the tortoise that was so fucking good (laughs) and it's just like what is happening here and and I come to find out everybody's pissed it's not just us at Mike Check Waifu Waifu everybody who knows Shield Hero or or don't read it and just watching and they like what the fuck is going nobody likes what's going on right now but I am thinking it's because of a bigger situation. I think they're just trying to get to the next arc, which might be better than this. They just might say, fuck it. You know, this arc is okay. Let's bite it. Let's bite it to get to the next thing. Not question to you, Tell. Do you think that is a probable method as far as adapting a manga in anime? Because they already announced season three, so they got two and three coming. <sighs> I, I think that's a horrible thing to do. Mm. And and the only reason I say that because they could lose so many fans yes. for this. Yes. Right? Like imagine me sitting through through this. You've lost my my faith at this point. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you were already wish wishy wash on this to begin with. Yeah. Like you already wish you watched on it to begin with and you thought it well, you didn't even think it was bad. But I, I can't disagree with anything you said because I think this is bad. Like I was watching this latest episode and I was like, why do I care? Nope. And I, I was really trying to figure out why do I care? Why do I want to watch this? And I, I'm thinking like I'm just invested because it's Shield Hero in that first season I thought was pretty good. Yeah. You know, I thought it was above average. I thought it was something I should watch. And now I'm watching this and I'm like, this is not at all what I care about. Like it's, nothing, nothing about this feels good to me. Yeah, it's it's sullying a taste of what was a, a show where I thought where I was like, you know, it's. I thought it was good, but I'm like, it's just good. 
but now like I don't even feel good about saying that it's just yeah I couldn't I can't say the season is good yeah because it, it was so, so much far. better not at all not even close and, because and no, to know that it lacks so much context that, so much and that's context. what I was going to say earlier is that it's a lot of it is about context and where we at right now there's not like what what are we five episodes in something like that mm, yes and it's going to be what 12 episodes 13 Third is not ain't no way <laughs> ain't no way they can fix this shit yeah it's not Demon Slayer where we're going to get just a straight meathead but amazing animation mm-hmm. they can't fix this not not they can't it, it's just not it's not up to par so why do you think this happened this way they and I think a lot of it is the fact that they're trying to you know go straight for the money right mm. um, they think like this next season is probably what's going to be the driving point for it um, and like like you said but also you have the idea that uh, maybe they maybe they don't want to invest so much time in something that that is a, a shorter span moment right like yes. what you're saying is like better that's a that's a time investment mm-hmm. for something that is not getting to the point of what they want right yeah I like I assume that's the same with promise Neverland that's why they didn't do Goldie Pond even though Goldie Pond was de facto the the best yeah the best part about promise. the entirety yeah. of the manga mm-hmm. yeah because it's like so so <coughs> go ahead sorry I, I like so it's hard to like look at this and see any light in it, especially after being burned with other series that did similar things and rushed through and skipped stuff that just felt imperative or important to the the people who read the manga. Bro, um, do you even remember the fact that the other heroes are missing? Yeah, I mean, I, I do know that they're missing, but we yeah. don't. We didn't see them go fight the tortoise. We have no no context for that. There is an entire reason why they're missing. And the reason why they're missing is because they <laughs> I'm a spoilers for people who didn't want didn't want to know for this, but this they touched on this in the manga that they already skipped, but they went missing because they didn't want to take the training that was set up by the queen for them to get stronger because uh, what they also didn't tell you is that the the main cardinal heroes that we got they're some of the weakest in the verse right now. They're like, they're just above average adventurers. Like, you know, you got the average adventurer and that, that was born in this world. They're slightly above that. And that's how powerful those other heroes are. So when they learn that, they find out that they have to do a training and they sit at the round table with the queen, now Fumi, all the heroes. What we saw basically. Yeah, but they say- They skipped that conversation. They skipped the entire conversation talking about, I'm I'm what the whole conversation was basically about was them saying I'm not training with Naofumi essentially jealousy now what spawned from that was the reason why uh, what's her name Riese Reese yeah whatever that chick name is gets kicked out the party somebody broke the Bose heroes uh, you know his bracelet okay mm-hmm. there is a whole fucking like mini arc as to what happened with that they investigated some of the queen's shadow folk people found out who broke it it was an actual <laughs> spoilers but the problem was the reason why she's using um she's using Not for me. no she's using like physical like a sword instead of magic is because she's extremely gifted with the magic as they kind of touched on briefly in the show the the 
Bow Hero was jealous of her because she was getting more praise than he was because she was actually more talented with magic than he is with a bow. So he decided to give her a sword and say, this is what you're going to do. Took her out of her wheelhouse completely, turned her into this whole fucking other warrior that she's absolutely is not. And then decides that, you know what? I'm, I, she's, she's still, I got to get her out. Breaks his own bracelet. <laughs> then the other party member says that it was her that did it. He kicks her out the group because of that. Now Fumi comes in, finds out he he investigates this whole thing, finds out the what really happened, destroys the bow hero like dogs the fuck out of him on some episode one now or what was that episode two? That might have been episode two where he was dogging yeah. everybody. But he was started dogging a bow hero, talking about, I don't even fucking respect you no more. You ain't shit. You were one of the ones I actually respected because of blah, 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 blah. Goes he did off, seem like the cool one. Yeah, it goes off on a bow hero. And once they realize, once he realized that, he just treats the bow hero like a little kid from, from here on out. So, like, it's so much shit that was just <laughs> not yeah. in this that would have been so good for us to see. And this is what, and you remember when I talked about it? Would this have been better if they had the twenty five episodes again? Fucking strangely enough, yes. And the issue is that, like, you're right, right? Like, if we had the twenty four, twenty five episodes, what what made this show good, or what makes this show good, is the relationships, mm-hmm. right? And we don't we don't have that. So how do I even? Like I don't know nothing about the Lance hero anymore. I don't yep. know what he's. I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know nothing about the bow hero. What's the uh, the other one? The sword hero. Sword hero. Yeah. Come on. Like it's we don't even know which heroes are here anymore because like. Yep. It just is what it is. I didn't seen the the damn Reaper uh, subhero <laughs> more than anybody. Yeah. Dude, because what's funny is like, dude, again, they were all supposed to do that training with the Queen. They was they were even for at one point from the cliff notes they were even forced to do the training they were doing the training getting her ass stumped by that old lady getting her ass stumped by that that pink haired chick that is a that helped them train they were getting their ass beat so bad then that's when they find out that the tur- the tortoise was awakened and they said you know the only people who can destroy the tortoise is the heroes so the heroes are like you know what let's go do this without Naofumi or he, they, they talked to the queen and said hey give us a chance to do this without Naofumi and to show, prove that we're powerful enough to, to do this just so they can skip out on their training that's when they go they go try to fight the tortoise and now we don't know what the fuck happened to them but if we would have had that imagine how much how much more like entertaining this would have been because I'm yeah. sure y'all listening to this, me saying uh, that story about that green hair chick made y'all think like, wow, she's actually, it actually would have been a dope story to know why this fucking happened. And like, we don't get it. We got none of it. It yeah, blows my wild. fucking mind, man. Blows my mind. It's like they cut themselves off at the legs. You it's know? crazy because like you said, now you're going to be, they're going to be missing. Like, like, People are going to fall off. Okay. We're obviously going to watch it for the sake of the podcast, but there are going to be so many people that drop this shit because of it. Or it could be people like us that's like, you know, I'm committed. But like, they, they're probably going to lose a lot of people, which then going to make season three just who, who's going to give a fuck. Right. I mean, and, and how do they even, like, it's not like it's something they can retcon, right? Like, right. they come back in with some OVAs and say, this is just what happened in between this. Like, they could do that, but it's not going to feel necessary anymore. You already yeah. skipped all this shit. And it, it just sucks that they did that. Let's, uh, let's, let's end this topic on this. Let's fix it for them. 
everything that I, the context that I just gave you with everything. Let's try to fix it. Okay. I'll go first. I think they should. I think the one way they can fix this is after this tortoise fight. It's, and I don't even know if this is going to fix it because it, it would piss me off if this actually happened. But after the tortoise fight arc happens, let's say it gives it two more episodes. That means they're on episode seven. That's wrapped up. Then they take the time to fucking flashback, which will be terrible, by the way. This is a terrible <laughs> idea, but I'm. this is my idea. To flashback to all those moments that we completely skipped, i.e. why Rise is with the, you know, left the, actually left the bow hero and that whole f- situation between Alfumi. Um, the training arc that the heroes, that would be so stupid because the fight would be over by that time. But, mm-hmm. but all the heroes train, like all that shit in a matter of what, four more episodes? I think that's the only way. What about you? What's going to happen is, and I, I can see this happening, is what they'll probably do if they do a flashback is it's going to be something where like Interviews. they see the boat they be, see the bow hero again and mm-hmm. what's their face is going to be like I want to join you and he's going to finally break and say I don't want you part of my group for whatever reason yeah. and it's going to come into Naofumi defending her saying like well I know that you broke your bracelet yourself etc and she's mm-hmm. going to find out and be heartbroken and then boom they'll show the flashback and inter- it, intertwine it yeah yeah Ugh. I can see that, but yep, it's like, I am I going to be happy with it? Not necessarily, but at least now I have the context, but there's still, I, it's just so much context missing, bro. You know how many flashbacks I got to do to make, the, make yeah, that work? Yeah, you're right. Because like three weeks of training is, it's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. 150 pages, bro. That blows my mind. Yeah. There ain't like, no way. There ain't no way, man. Ain't no way. All right, tell what you got for me. You said you uh you had something to bring. All right, so uh, I brought this topic to Polo last minute, uh, like literally five minutes before we started recording. But I just wanted to know, like, and I want to ask you know the listeners, the viewers, and Polo himself, what is your life like after the Crunchyroll and Funimation merger? How do you feel about your anime consumption now? Does it does it feel any different than it was before? Do you feel any changes, any effects? Do you think, do you even feel like it's just the, that that mentioning itself is different? Like, is there anything different for you right now? Yes. Other than being on the Crunchyroll app. Yes. Um, for me, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely different. And the, the, I'm going to start off with the, the good things. The, the positive thing is that I only pay $10 a month. Okay, instead of fifteen dollars a month, mm-hmm. cool. That's nice. I, I enjoy that because I have Verve, which was ten dollars, and then I had Funimation, which is five ninety nine, so sixteen dollars a month. So I, I had both of those. Now I have, I still have like a year and a half of High Dive that I've had forever, and then now I have Crunchyroll. Those are the two apps that I need essentially to watch stuff, and that's that's kind of perfect. The bad news is that. I need to rely on AnyList so much more now than I've ever had to before. Uh, and the reason being is because Verve was just so much better with like curating and just viewing or or it was much more searchable when it came to anime. I fucking hate trying to get on Crunchyroll and trying to find the anime I need to watch. So let's say, for example, I'm not on my computer and, not, and I'm not using a feature I talked about in the video that's on uh, YouTube.com slash or YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm not on my computer. If I'm landing the phone on the bed on the Crunchyroll app 
and I'm trying to find a show that I know I'm, I'm, I'm watching or I've have watched, I have to literally dig for it. I have to search almost the exact name to get it to pop up instead of it, instead of, of it just showing, just showing up in May. Hey, these are all the shows you previously watched. It shows, yeah, Crunchyroll shows what you're interested in or what they think you'll be interested in, but it doesn't show everything that you previously watched up until a certain point. And that's fucking right. frustrating. So the app sucks, cock. Um, I hate that. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it so much, bro. But paying the cheaper amount per month and having stuff in one place have been has been decent. So But they haven't added Funimation to Crunchyroll yet, by the way. And they were supposed to do that. They've been supposed to do that. Uh yeah. Um, one of the things that I, I like about it specifically is I feel like my my anime my anime viewer like everything I've, I'm watching this season is either there or on the site that shall not be named. Right? True. true. Yeah, yeah. And I don't have to go. I don't have to think about like, oh, I'm going to Funimation's website to look for this, or I'm going here. I think the only other thing I watched was Bubble, which was on Netflix. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I like just having that peace of mind, knowing that wherever I'm looking for anime at is here. This right. is what this is what it should be for the most part, unless it's specifically in Japan until it releases or whatever. Um, but yeah, I agree. I I wish that I wish that they would just take it a step further and say like, now you can also catalog your entire viewers. Yes, list here. man. Yes. Like, and and there is still some optimization because on my computer, the Crunchyroll website works great for me. Yeah. On my TV, I wow. like I will click. Uh, uh, let's say I click Spy Family It went to like Attack on Titan <laughs> And I literally clicked Spy Family yeah. I left Spy Family Went to click on uh, Trapped in a Dating Sim And it went to uh, Love After World Domination I was like well I ain't watched this yet So I'm just gonna watch this yeah. <laughs> But it's like I'm clicking on it I'm literally watching the orange square around it I'm like that's it and I click it and it goes an entirely different anime. And I'm just like, you know what? We just gonna watch this shit because I gotta watch it anyway. But it, it's it's so finicky. Um I updated my TV, all of them, <laughs> and they all do the same thing. Even in my sunroom, it does the same thing. So and weird. it's like you gotta wait on that on that on that little block with that anime for like 10 seconds before it's like <laughs> Okay, this right, is the I, one you I can click that one now. <laughs> I can click it now. But I, I do like uh, overall, like I said, having that peace of mind knowing that that's where it's supposed to be. Right. Other than that, though, like I don't feel a huge change in mm-hmm. like and like what the anime experience is supposed to be. And I feel like Crunchyroll might not take that upon themselves to like enhance the anime watching not experience. Yet. Right? Not yet. I yeah. think it's gonna take time. Um, like, cause like I said, they don't even have all the old stuff that's on like Funimation. That's you know, the dub migrated over yet, or even shows that were just on Funimation on over to Crunchyroll yet. Like I don't think I can watch Law Horizon season three on Crunchyroll. Actually, matter of fact, let me search it <clears throat> because like, and they were supposed to have. They said it was supposed to be merged by uh, what was it, the first of March or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it just it's just not. So if I go Law Horizon. Um, a lot of times what happened was they they had it on here, but it was said it was unavailable. So here is their season one. Okay, so no, I, I, I was wrong. 
I was wrong. Yeah, I remember like Hajime no Ip- like Hajime no Ipo was was on Crunchyroll, but you couldn't pull it up on Crunchyroll. Hey, you know exactly what I'm talking about then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But they do have Lock Horizon on here now, which is dope. Sweet. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't I think it's gonna take so much more time because like even their their app that kind of looks a lot like Verve did or does still in beta so like they got a lot of work to do like i like you said catalog in the anime would be so much better like you couldn't verve it was so good <sighs> so good I, all right i got one more question sure and this is just because it's i experienced this for the first time this week and i, I thought it was kind of funny mm-hmm. uh there's a coworker i have another trainer um and he was asking me, you know, he, he, I told him, like, you know, I, I do an anime podcast. I watch anime. And and I try and be like, I guess, real with people. Like, I just watch anime. Sure. And and dude was like, yeah, I, I watch a lot of anime, too. He's like, what? Uh, he's like, uh, what's your favorite series and stuff? I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to say like ReZero, Fullmetal Alchemist, like. I'm thinking like Ash Lost in Space, 86. I'm, I'm, I'm like listing stuff off. He's like, oh, you know, I ain't never heard of Ash Lost in Space. I ain't never heard of 86. You know, ReZero, you really like ReZero? Wow. And I was like, yeah, bro. Uh, I, like, I'm, I watch a decent amount of anime. He's like, yeah, I watch a lot of anime too. And he started going down his list. And I was like, yeah, bro. Um, let me show you this real quick. And I, I put it on my phone and I showed him that that watchers list I did last year with the 100 anime I watched. Like here, just like, if you want like just some recommendations, most of that stuff I watched was pretty decent. He's going down the list. He's like, I ain't never heard of none of this. <laughs> so my, my question is, is like when you talk to someone who says they watch anime and they kind of start trying to dive into your knowledge of anime, do you like kind of like, and like, you know, I don't really believe in like the whole humble thing because it is what it is, bro. I ain't trying to show off or nothing. But do you kind of like try and be like humbly like, yeah, I watch some anime, even though you got like five, six, seven hundred anime under your belt. Yeah. How, how do you approach that conversation? Because I thought it was kind of funny. I was like, I'm not trying to shit on bro, but it, he a, was talking about Naruto was his top three. I was in my, I was in my mind like, that's, okay. That's because <laughs> I, I ain't got no problem with Naruto being in your no, top, no, top no, three. None of the, but I'm saying none of it is a problem. My thing is that's what you're saying, what you're describing, <laughs> fuck it, what you're describing right now is 85% of anti Twitter. And that's okay. That's okay. That's why, <laughs> that's why I enjoy this podcast so much because we, we evolve from that, you know, that spirit, that, that spherical conversational piece of, of just it being those select few of anime. So, Humbly, when somebody comes and asks me that question, you know, you watch anime, what kind of anime you watch or, you know, have you seen this? I just simply say, hey, you know, are you looking for anything you you want to watch? I let them, you can have a conversation, okay? When you start talking about, you know, the very select few of anime that if you have watched, you can have the conversation. If you ever want any recommendations, let me know. I got you. I watch a lot of anime. That's all I say. And that's all I'm going to keep it at. You know, I watch a lot of anime. I do an anime podcast. I watch a lot of anime. Like, for instance, this is a perfect example. My barber, the barber I got down in Houston, mm-hmm. you know, he was he, he was on my Instagram. He's like, oh, so you do an anime podcast. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you want anime? He's like, yeah, yeah. That's what, you know, I was a little late coming here because, you know, I was watching some One Piece theories. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So what, what kind of anime you like? And he just started naming his list. And obviously, it was... You know, Bleach, One Piece, Attack on Titan, 
Dragon Ball. Dragon. It was just you know it was those. I'm like yeah that's dope man that's dope. And I'm like, you know, let me know if you need any recommendations. That's all I said. Because conversations like that, I, you know, they're, they're limited. I, I guess more what I'm saying is, though, like when, let's say the person starts kind of pressing your knowledge. Yeah. At um, that point. Like, because, you know, it's like, like I start, I, I mentioned, I know I mentioned my team romantic comedy, Snafu. Mm-hmm. He was probably like, what and, the fuck is that? Yeah, he said he never heard of that either. And I was just like, you know. How, like when someone pressing your knowledge and trying to really dive into like what you know. But what's pressing your knowledge mean? Like asking you, like you know, like what what genres do you watch? How many have mm. you watched? Like if they really start asking you, like getting to those questions, like what's your top five? Like top five, I think is relatively easy to just I'll I'll rattle off a, a real good top five. It ain't got it ain't gonna necessarily be my top five mm-hmm. for sure. But like when I said like fate, you know, at my mind, I'm thinking everybody know what fate is right now because it had that that major blow up. First season, Absolutely. second season thing, yeah. and he never heard of Fate, or you know he never heard. It. He said he hasn't watched it yet. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, you ain't watched it, and I'm giving him some stuff. You know, just don't watch X Arm. <laughs> don't, don't watch X Arm, but yeah. you can watch just about everything else. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't ever see myself getting pressed. I don't. They just ask me what kind of stuff you like, and if they ask me, I can answer the question simply with my top five and. Mm-hmm. My top five is against probably I think most people have heard of it, right? Like when I yeah. look at it, I mean probably not Clannad, probably not Astro Lost in Space, but I got Steins Gate on there and I got ReZero, but I also have Grimgar. So it's like I don't know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> right. So I don't know. It's yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's again, that's who you described and who my barber is is eighty five percent of our anti Twitter, yeah. and that's fine. I just, you know, I let them be. I let them have their own little funds with the daily uh, attack on Titan spaces or Hunter Hunter spaces or the spaces (laughs) 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 of the uh, exceedingly usual. Um, One more thing before we head to to get to know my check waifu waifu. Uh, We got a DM from a good friend of ours, Philip J. Woodward. Oh, yeah. He hit us. He shared his tweet that he tweeted. He says, "Uh, he said he wanted our thoughts on this. So, what better place to share our thoughts than on the show?" His tweet said, "I can't believe it's been a year since uh, Kintaro um, Mora Plap. I'm sorry, I'm bad with names. Mora passed, which is the Berserk creator. It was one of the most heartbreaking things I see. It's one of the most heartbreaking things to see in a long time. Berserk is what got me in, into reading manga in the early 2000s and beyond. Thank you, Yamora." Uh, what anime or manga was the one that hooked you for life? Very powerful question. Because Yamura was very huge into anime. I know uh, our guy Cry um, from uh, the owner and creator of Lou Complex. He's a big Yamura fan. Big Berserk fan. It's one of his favorite anime. Um, What anime was the anime that hooked me for life? So I feel like my answer for this is obvious But I do want to say first and foremost Berserk is one of those series That is a staple for many fans Especially for like the older population Because of how mature it is Absolutely And you know how gruesome it is But there's also some really good storytelling in there Mm -hmm. Um, 
so it is very sad when we see something like that a, a great creator uh, a great story writer you know these people they they sometimes pour their heart and soul into their series and it sucks to to know that you know that's the end yeah and you know that's just what it is but um to give my context the the series that 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 grabbed me by the neck and said you're gonna watch anime forever now like it has to be full metal alchemist uh because it, it's just my series like that yeah. um obviously i watched dragon ball i've watched like i said samurai warriors um or ronin warriors there's just it's, there's a list of anime i've watched before that but the one that made me feel like okay <laughs> i'm 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 committed was you know full metal alchemist for me now while i could say it could have been dragon ball z and i believe what was it the fourth grade or something like that whatever whenever that was it was the frieza saga i had a vcr in the living room and me and my brother used to share the tv because we only had like two bedrooms we had my sister room and the three bedrooms we had my mom's room my sister had her, her her room and then me and my brother shared a room and we used to like have like different times where we would share the tv in the living room because i had the vcr and we used to record tapes and shit I recorded the entire cell, no, not just cell, the entire Frieza saga, yeah, the entire Frieza saga on on tape. Um, I would never forget that. While that could be the reason what got me hooked to anime, it wasn't. The one that got me hooked to anime was Ghost in the Shell. Mm-mm-mm. Ghost in the Shell was the one I watched even before I watched Clannad. It was in, I'll never forget it. I was in Texas with my father. It was in 2008. My father had a bunch of like DVDs that he got from Iraq that. They, you know, the bootleg DVDs they used to sell for like, f- for what was ten cent to a dollar for for my father, and he was just buying a bunch of shit, buying a bunch of anime DVDs, and he was like, and he saw that I was, you know, looking like watching. I believe what was I watching? I can't remember what I was watching, but he was like, "Yo, Tajay, there's a there's a show uh, that I think you would like. You should check this out." And he gave me these stack of, of DVDs. The first. The first one, it was Ghost in the Shell, and then the second one after that was Initial D. And I popped those into this little portable DVD player that you know that was popular in 2008, and and just laid on the futon and watched those all the way through. And I would never forget Ghost in the Shell was it, it's not that good. I'm gonna be honest with you, it's good, but it's not that good. But it was so impactful for me because I'm like, whoa, this is what this could be. And then that what is what got me curious into just a bunch of different shit. Because then I then I popped in initial D, watched the entire, I think it was three seasons at the time or four seasons or whatever it was. Watched all four of those seasons. I was like, this shit is absolutely incredible. I thought that drifting shit and the story behind him and his father owning this little well, I think it was like a tempura or ramen shop or something like that. And he was doing deliveries and just fucking driving down this mountain. And as he was driving down the mountain, he was like, huh. Maybe I could Then he was just going And whipping that motherfucker Around these mountains it was, so, it was so ill I'm like This shit is incredible So for me I would probably say It was Ghost in the Shell And Initial D Was the ones that got me Hooked for life Those were the ones I'm like shit I, And I would just dive Into different shit Like after that 2009 I believe It was when the clinic hit for me And it was Off to the races From there Um, And again Yamura is that For a lot of people Like Uh that was yeah. one that was like hard because I'm like he has so much more <laughs> so much more he could have gave I'm sure even if it was a new series and not just Berserk I'm pretty sure he could have came out with some heat and it would have been heat so right thanks Philip J that was uh 
that was a good one. That was a good thing to, to dive into because it's been a very long time since I've looked back on the exact one that made me think, yo, this is the shit. I always love when you tell that story about recording <laughs> the, yeah. the Dragon Ball. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, Polo, wow, bro. Man. I remember, I remember, and I, I was thinking about that. That's a good question. And the reason I think it's a good question is because, like, yeah, like I remember Dragon Ball being impactful for me as a child because that was where, like, a lot of my art started was mm-hmm. with Dragon Ball. Yep. But I like to th- I like to think about that perspective in this way. Is like at that time I didn't know what anime was. So to me, even Not though I was drawing Dragon Ball in like the second and third grade, mm-hmm. to me it was just another cartoon. It was a cartoon you know? that came on tonight at five o'clock after right. school. <laughs> and I got into middle school and I was like I was starting to learn and understand like okay it's something different, but it's still just like a cartoon to me. But by the time I got that to that Full Metal Alchemist phase, I started to see like the themes in these 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 Japanese cartoons or these, this art style and stuff like that, it's more mature. It's just different, right? And that's when I realized, like, oh, I'm hooked now. And, yeah. like, I was in there. Yeah. So, yeah, Polo probably had that similar experience. You know, exactly. he realized that the themes in this and what this is, is it's just different. It's not like the yeah. cartoons grew up watching. I saw the major titties. I'm like, yo, Dad, you sure I should be watching this, bro? Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Pops, what is this? <laughs> hey, no, you ain't complaining. But no, nah, it was good though. It was it was great. Again, Ghost in the Show, I think, is just an okay anime. But it was so very, very impactful for me. I, I can never forget I would never forget that series. Like I would remember the last episode, like it was fucking just yeah, like it was yesterday. That scene in the fucking fight and just the water and it, oh it was insane. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Again, the show ain't that great, but just has some moments for me that's just very, very memorable. I'm a, we, I think we should do a rewatch of that eventually. Mm. And mm. eventually, we ain't got to do it now. Yeah. But bring back yeah. the long forms. That that might be a might not be a bad idea. I kind of like that. All right, mm-hmm. let's get to know my check wife waifu. This is part of the podcast where one of us rose a random number generator. The other reads a question associated with that number. There are how many questions in the list? Hell, thirty six. Okay, I, th- I think it should be thirty five. Thirty six. Thirty six. Okay. Ran out of questions. Okay, question is eleven. <laughs> Top five anime OSTs. Oh fuck, man. Ah, uh, Tony Kawa over the moon is number one for me. Um. Uh, Fire Force the OST one number two. Uh, uh Link Click OST number three. Was it the intro? Or was it the it was the intro? I think it was the intro. Um. Oh, fucking Clanad. OST one, I think it's Roaring Tides, fucking beautiful. Um, number four, and then number five would probably have to be. I really like the Comey Can't Communicate Part Two intro. It's really fucking good. To just bring it to the modern. Uh, Parasite the Maxim, Five Four Season One, Link Click like Polo said. Mm, um. Number four would probably be uh, 
let's go with uh let's go with and I know I know I really don't fuck with this anime outside of this, but Inuyasha. The um, intro? The outro. Oh the outro, okay, okay. OST, you know, the soundtrack. The soundtrack, yeah. Yeah. And number five would be Haikyuu. Oh no, let's go Hajime no Ipo because Yeah, that shit was that what Hajime the season, no Ipo got me hype. Yeah, yeah, that, that one's a banger. All right, when we come back, we're going to be spoiling Spy Family, Tomodachi Game, and Summertime Renewer. We'll be right back after these.
And welcome back to episode 151 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for watching on YouTube. Thank you so much for supporting our Patreon. Make sure you go to patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I don't know why I keep forgetting that we fucking, we have a bonus podcast called The After Story <laughs> that we do exclusive to Patreon. So <laughs> uh, make sure you think about subscribing to our Patreon. We appreciate the support there. It means a lot to us. All right. The first thing we're going to spoil is I just had it pulled up and I just Come pulled it up. game. No. Um, episode five of Spot Family. Okay. Episode five of Spot Family. Um, because again, most people watch Spot Family, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we want to we want to satisfy that curiosity. Now, what we're gonna do with the, with the spoilers? So we change it up from because back in the day we used to just talk about the episode in general but now we just talk about general general thoughts of it or our favorite parts of it while diving into the spoilers of what those essentially were so for spy family man i'm sure y'all saw on the timeline because everybody was talking about how fucking wholesome it is man this episode was episode five and episode five was them super curious about if they got into the school and when they found out they didn't it kind of broke my heart like it really it, i was really upset and now I know, obviously, the show has 12 episodes for this this core one. So I'm like, okay, I know this ain't it. But damn, that shit sucks. You know, because you could see the devastation in their, in their expression, which, obviously, fucking Cloverworks. What is it, Cloverworks? Yeah, Cloverworks. No, it's not Cloverworks. Yeah, Cloverworks and Wit just does a, an extreme good job of expression and just animation fucking period. Them boys went off. Absolutely right. went off this episode, but I was devastated. I was hurt, and then the master came through. It's like, yo, check this shit out. I'm gonna be real. Once, once we got to that point to where we found out, well, we found out that they made it into the the college. Mm-hmm. Everything after that was like it was like a catapult, almost like yeah. straight to greatness and it was it was great because of the context of it and that's what we, we were talking yes. for like the context is what makes it amazing yes uh, and that's so why that's why i brought uh, up that that's why i brought up that beginning because that shit was like that was it happened at the instant start of the show like once the intro was over everything just it was so paced so well by the way it was fucking paced so well it happened it was boom they figured out it was decline and then boom they were waiting they hear the phone ring they he fucking does that jolt over to the phone at crazy ass flip or whatever he did to get to yo, that was that was dope though because he was like <laughs> yeah super fast so ill and then they get the call and they they it, everything changes from there and like you said it's a cannibal for this entire episode being the most incredible shit ever yeah Sweetest so thing. as soon as and and what made it really good is that like we find out they got into the school and as soon as, as soon as he answered his phone celebration we got into the school uh scruffy dude comes in the door I heard you got in. Literally, we just found out three seconds ago, bro. <laughs> Calm down. You come in with champagne. Yeah. You know, yours drunk. Uh, Anya is eating, and Lloyd is doing Twilight level stuff, just being introspective and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. And Anya is like, or, or Scruff is like, yo, you know, ask your dad. He'll do whatever you want or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do one thing as long as it's doable. And she's saying, "I want to live this spy life." And let's 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 talk about that real quick. As long as it's doable, that 
was so fucking funny the fact that everything that happened after that was the most undoable shit ever <laughs> and that that's why i found this to be so fucking funny because everything that everything that happened was incredible and the fact that they were able to get everything set up so well oh bro it was so but good it also was better because like you think about the fact so anya said they, they were gonna go to this castle and they were just gonna play a spy game basically right that's what they did. They they get to the castle and it's like a big get together, like yeah. all his work friends. And when what made it better um, wasn't the fact that they were like work friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what made it better was the fact that when he sent in this 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 question to say like, "Hey, I need this support," they immediately done it because they were like, "He's the best that we have. Yeah, we have to support one. him." Absolutely. And immediately, just it was like two seconds. It was like. He's the best we've got, right? And there's like a flashback in our head. Boom, send it, send whatever he wants. <laughs> Made it happen. The whole spy agency is at this castle and he's like They popped off, by the way. Yeah. So question yeah. though, what was your what was your favorite part about the whole thing though? Like because again, we don't want uh, to recap it, but we just The fight with your Yes, man. Because, bro, <laughs> first of all, she came oh off so trash. God, bro. She was, I was like, like it, yo, she about to put bro in a body bag. She said, anybody that try to that try to kidnap Miss Anya gotta, gotta go through me. And she start popping the fuck off and <laughs> with just slips. <laughs> and, and it wasn't like she slipped. He, he kicked her foot. But yeah. it was still the principle that, like, yo, she cut bro face. Mm-hmm. She was going in. She was hitting him with the combos. I was like, oh, no, nah, this is a real final boss right here. What I, what I actually also loved was I love the fact that <laughs> I love the fact <laughs> that when he put on a mask, the joy in Anya's face was the key shit. Yeah, man. I'm like, oh, this is so good, man. It was but, such a good episode. But what also made it so good is that like everybody was so excited to see what he was made of. They yes. wanted to test and challenge him. And then you see him dog the Pop entire off. agency, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this dude a goat. Unbelievable. A goat. It was unbelievable to, to watch people that admire him. And they were, and what, what was also so cool about it was nobody and Oh, this goes to just show how good <laughs> the fact that they could do wholesome so well, so pleasant. But the fact that everybody was there and they were just in on it, they were in, in like from the henchman act, like putting on the henchman clothes to mm-hmm. trying their damnedest to get them and just watch it. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's it. That's the word I was looking for. Committed to the, to the bit. It was so much fun to see, man. I, Something about this show, and you know what? No, I know what it is about this show. It's just the pacing is 10 out of 10 perfect. Nothing, I don't think nothing has ever came close. Five episodes, I feel like these five episodes, we've, I feel like we've watched this show for 20 episodes already. But it's straight to the point. That's what it is. That's what it is. Straight to the point. And I love it, man. I love it. Now we get to see how the school goes. It's like a perfect, it's, it's so perfect because okay you get this little quote-unquote school arc right them mm-hmm. trying to get into the school you know him trying to find a, a daughter then it goes to him trying to find a wife and then that all gets solved and the, all it all got solved in like three episodes and it was so well done because it still gave you time to get to know these characters and fall in love with them and now we're we've accomplished the fact that she's in the school and we got time to digest the fact that she made it into the school with this little right this little game that they played which was so cute and then 
now we get to see where it goes from here, which is obviously I think is going to hurt, you know, her starting school. Where do you think it's going to go? We know that you, you manga readers already know, but. Uh, I think that it's going to be a, a competition uh, amongst the students, obviously, from what they kind of gave us. Interesting. Like yes. those these students are going to feel like they're competing with each other. And Anya is going to be unbeatable because she's a telepath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just take it. But the, the thing is, though, and they foreshadowed this, I'm, which I know the show does well. They foreshadowed very well. The fact that she has trouble when it's too many or too much. And I think that's going to be a huge factor into this. Do you do you want your do you want Lloyd to find out about your and then them find out about Anya? I, I do only for the fact that, like, I don't like that they have like those secrets between each other. But it also makes it just kind of interesting to see, like, they don't know. But at some point you got to think about, like, she's an assassin and like one of, of like the highest caliber and seeing him dash and jump and whatever he's doing to to what he's you know the way he's doing what he's doing to me it just sounds crazy that she don't think okay she, he's she not was, just a chiropractor was, doctor she was blacked out drunk yeah so that's exact and then that's exactly but she what, wasn't drunk when he did it in the in the in the house well, yeah. and, and when he jumped from the building to land on dude, yeah, you true. know that wasn't she was she was cognizant, that's and true. she she was he was throwing grenades and gave her a ring. <laughs> and I know he said that this is like this is like therapy for my clients or whatever, but you know, yeah, yeah, no, I I and I want them to find out only because and this is only because I feel like what they could do as knowing a, yes. Yeah. They're the fucking Avengers, bro. Like they are. They are. They would be unfucking stoppable. But also think about the love that Anya would feel. Yes, because she literally feels like every time anyone's found out that she was psychic, that they wanted to they be didn't as far want, away from it as possible. Right. But if if they find out she's a psychic and then they just like, oh no, we we still love you. Yeah. Actually, if anything, it's better than ever. Thank you. Now help, help. Let's let's work together. Let's. Oh, that'll be. It'll be so sick to it'll have be, a, Anya will be living her life that she wanted. Yep. Yep. To have an honest family. Oh, I, I can't wait to just see more. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't care to know what's gonna happen. I just can't wait to see more. Is is what I feel about this show, and I haven't felt that way in a very long time about a show. Yeah. Um. And with that being said, let's move on to Tomodachi oh, game. That's what we're doing last. Okay. Uh, summertime rendering yes absolutely summertime rendering unbelievable episode unbelievable episode this episode had the twist and turns yes man what Ushio mm-hmm. we know that it was the actual shadow of Ushio okay we, it has to be no we it, we figured that out at the very end because at the very mm-hmm. end Mio says you know did you that find traitor. out from that traitor Yes, so she traded on the shadows or something happened to her where her memory of the original Ushio is taken over. Um, and for one, him finding Ushio was just crazy. I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on? But when the episode continued and, you know, he was trying to hide Ushio and shit. <sighs> Bro, this show is unbelievable because it blows yeah. my mind. It, my mind... 
right now is jumbled up like the episode was. And the episode wasn't jumbled up in the sense of, you know, <laughs> us lacking the understanding because it was very it was very straightforward, but it was still so many twists and turns that it uh, when, fucking blew my mind. When you say jumbled up in this episode, what I think about is the fact of I didn't know what to feel. Yes, exactly. Because that is my thought. <laughs> Ushio, to see Ushio and realize that like, it's her. Like, at first I'm like this, I can't, I can't put, I, I don't have the knowledge of this show yet to say like, is that the real Ushio or is that the shadow? Like, I'm thinking in my mind, did the real Ushio kill the shadow? What happened? Or mm-hmm. is this the shadow Ushio? And like exactly. Ushio's mind took over. We don't know, right? But she's so like what feels like genuine, even though this yes. is the animation, she feels genuine in her actions, like what she's doing. And I, I love how she interacted with everything you know yes. she she acted like this was not anything different for her even though she's not supposed to be there you know that kind of thing and i'm thinking like maybe oh he's the only one that could see her i'm i don't that's, i just didn't know what to think exactly until oh my, got everything you thought i thought it's so yeah. creepy that's creepy as hell <laughs> <laughs> but until it got to the point to where it was like she's real right because she pops up with the mask on mm-hmm. in front of the people that you know she loves and they're all like shocked like hold up you're dead why why are you here and they're not seeing her face yet you know they're just like she's got a mask on but that hair those Mm -hmm. mannerisms those all match you know what you know what killed me though is when mio said get away from her that's not her to to shimpei and that that shit when that happened i felt her sadness but not only that the hell? What happened after that? What happened after that was him grabbing her arm and I'm not letting her go. And this, this, the, the tonal switch, that tonal switch had me like, wait, so is is the real meal has? For, I was thinking, like, does she have mental control over Shinpei now? Like, does does she mm-hmm. fucking control him with orders and shit? And we just didn't know that until she got serious or something. I don't fucking know. But then we find out it's the fucking shadow of Shinpei, which mm-hmm. we thought that he was already a mixture of oh, right of both his regular self and the shadow, which not the fucking case, obviously. There was right. a, there was a shadow of him the entire time after no, not the entire time after he left her that house. Yes, that's what that flash was. I'm I'm like yo, the way the way I'm explaining it and how jumbled I feel with talking about this right now <laughs> is exactly how you feel watching this. And I'm sure y'all feel me because I can't mm-hmm. I can't put into words the emotion I felt because I felt so many fucking different things. But and it, it's, and it was so entertaining. The the bigger issue I have is that they played the fuck out of us, bro. Because uh, like because we see we see him running to them, right? Yes. And then and like this was like this is how you do a fucking flashback, even though it was like a a, a two minute flashback into what happened two minutes ago. This is how you do a flashback, bro. Yes. Like <laughs> we, they they ran there, like he sprinted to them to meet them there. Yes. And he gets there. And we thinking like this is our dude talking to them, and I'm like, why is he being so aggressive with Ushi? And we find out that he's the shadow, and they do the flashback, and we find ten out, minutes, oh my ten god, ten minutes before, and it said when it said ten minutes before, he when he was running up those stairs, he got about I don't know, not even half, he got about a fourth up to of the way to the stairs before Mio comes through, like, and just she's got all the shadows on the floor, all the shadows are just gone, and copies and copies of people. Uh, 
And all of a sudden, they're having this conversation. He says that she moves, and he didn't even see her move. I was like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. What kind of moves do these shadows have? We obviously know they have super strength. Yeah. Mm. Like, unbelievable. (laughs) It's crazy. When that happens, when his shadow pops up, he starts explaining literally everything. And he didn't know yet because he didn't copy his memory yet. Yep. But it was cool, like, because he, he it, oh and it was more God. of, like, the reasoning behind it, right? Like, he's like, if he if he knew to record you, don't kill him yet. Because there, don't kill him until, you know, everything is done. Because we need to make sure that, you know, this can't happen again. And it was so, like, it was so cool to see the antagonist kind yes. of reason their their plot for the protagonist and make smart decisions it was so cool i was like yo the only thing that's bothering me is this whole mother thing that who is the mother yeah that thing is like that's the only thing i'm like what the fuck is that about i don't kind of we we kind of and i'm not gonna say we talked about this but i kind of think about it like this we talked about like what if the shadows were the real people of this this island, right? Yeah, yeah. And I would assume that if if that was a scenario, there has to be some source for it before, mm-hmm. you know. So maybe it's it's a person who's been on this island forever who is the shadow who copies like one person every so often to try mm-hmm. and get to repopulate the shadows on there, but it it ends up backfiring from prayers, whatever they say they do, but. Yeah, it, it it was fucking crazy, bro. I will say this: the original creator Yasuki Tanaka is in fucking credible to have written something so complex yet so um what's the word I'm looking for for this? So complex yet still easy to understand and easy to follow, even though it still has you in your fucking feelings and and your mind and and. And it just makes you want it, What it does is it makes you want to figure it out And you can't Yeah You, I, you I have, have no idea I have two things to say to that One It had to be And I, I feel like this anime is going to be amazing Only because if Disney Plus picked it up And they got I honest. feel like <laughs> Disney was like Oh nah let me let me let me read through this. They read the script. They, they it's probably already fully animated. They watched the animation. Was like, yeah, that's it. Okay, this this can be on Disney Plus. We'll we'll take it <laughs> when it's fully aired in Japan. We'll take it. But then two, how would you feel about the ending with the the, the heads getting getting Blown knocked the fuck off, bro? Yes, and then still turn around like that's not it. <laughs> like like able to move. I feel like. The shadows are clearly they are a bigger threat than than we initially thought, right? Mm-hmm. Like I thought they were like human strength, just the ability to copy. Now we find out they're super strength with the ability to copy and move super fast and take massive blows like shots yes. to the head and and still continue to move. <sighs> yeah, I the fact that she even showed up. I'm like, yo, I don't even, I don't forgot that she was even a part of the goddamn thing until she showed up, and now that she showed up, it's like, fuck, man, now it's another piece of this that I, I that we're gonna understand. Even though, like I said, I forgot about it, there's she's still very integral to the the story because of 
who does she talk to? Who is she in the tree hanging upside down to have this conversation with two episodes ago or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. Like, who is this lady in a suit who feels Superman and blackish? You know? I feel like she's and like. She clearly knows what's going on. She knows. She knows something. She's a, she's a part of something. So when he, t- hopefully he has the opportunity before he decides to kill himself to tell her, you know, everything that he knows because then that should make this a lot easier and fuck man when he dies his shadow would then know everything up until the point that he died or you know the point up until when he gets free from Mio like he doesn't even know that but it's like I mean do we know that that yes. if he uh, so the shadow remembers everything yeah the shadow said it mm. I mean, like, if he dies now, right? Mm-hmm. The shadow only will has rem- what he. I he will retain what he had up until the point, you know, before mm-hmm. he died, because he mentioned stuff that happened, like the recording. Like he, the the dude knew that he recorded, but when I he, think when he I copied think that's- yeah, I was, I, that, that's how I was thinking. I was thinking like it's, it only happened if he gets copied again, right? So if he does, if he manages to avoid getting copied again, then the shadow doesn't necessarily have that knowledge. Yeah, but what's if he has the if he ha- because it goes back to the twenty second. It goes back to the twenty second. The twenty second is before he got copied, mm-hmm. before his shadow was created. So if he dies and goes back. And just be careful to not be copied again. Then there's no way his other shadow will be even be right real. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Boom. I figured it out. We figured it out. Yeah, I see. I see. So there will be. Okay, okay. Damn, bro. This fucking show is crazy, man. <laughs> this anime stays like this uh, for 25 episodes. It, it's gonna be amazing. If it stays like this. I don't get how it's 25 episodes. That's what's still blowing me, man. Don't don't complain. Let's just be here for the ride, bro. It, it's because it's, it's moving at this breakneck breakneck pace that I feel like they can solve it in thirteen. But do you feel like you really feel like? Because I feel like yeah. I'm not saying that I'm not saying it couldn't be done thirteen because thirteen would be probably magnificent for this. That's what I'm concerned. But I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it for what it's worth right now. Like I said, I'm gonna take it for what it's worth and hope that it comes out as good as it. I know I said this last episode too, but it's too good to complain right now. <laughs> This is the the tenth highest ranked rated anime of twenty twenty two. I mean, right now for twenty twenty two, it should be. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it should probably be higher right now. Uh, damn, Spot Family is number twelve of all time, not just of twenty twenty two. Yeah, it makes sense, kind of. Yeah. It's 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 getting hyped. Kaguya Summer Love Is War season three is higher rated higher. Attack now, of Titan is rated higher. It's just whatever. Let's talk about this though, because mm-hmm. you said this was a good episode for Tamadachi Game. Yeah, hell yeah, yes. So to get into Tamadachi Game, this what this did was this took what I s- thought was going to happen. I expected mm-hmm. this to happen, but the way it happened was so valuable to continue to keep my interest into the show. Mm-hmm. Because I knew it was going to happen. Like, we obviously knew this was going to happen. But it's the way that it happened that made me like, oh, shit, now I want to see what the fuck this guy is going to do in the next game. Because the way he did that, the way he figured it out, he knew 
since moment one. And that was so entertaining to me because, it, again, we knew it was going to happen. The fact that we knew that we predicted this exact thing and it still managed to be entertaining is is valid. It, yeah. it validates this entire show for me. And that's why what? I figured this would literally the best episode of the entire show. And I don't disagree with that. But what, I, what I'm more interested in is kind of how they said that there were three traps set that yes. they should have fell into. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see more or less because I do think obviously our main character is probably way smarter than he's letting on to be. Yeah, 100%. And that's cool. But I want to see really like how far he's pushing it. Nah, they, he's definitely doing some shit that I don't think he, I don't think a lot of people realize that he's that he's doing and he's those he's three, playing games on top of games. Yes, those three traps is literally like you can you can think back when they mention those three traps when they just said three traps. I'm like shit. You can think back to times where it could possibly or what it could possibly mm-hmm. be, and that shit is incredible because there was times where he would he would tell uh ten uh, was an Tenji mm-hmm. the whole mastermind or whatever he would tell him to go first or he would. They would when he would come out of the booth when Tenji was going through his little inter, internal fucking monologues and shit, where he would <clears throat> where he would mention shit and he'd come out the booth and every everything seems distant and different, but the emotions of the characters would change. Like the emotions of the chick that he was being close to would change, and then the other chick that was at a distance with the longer hair would completely change. And you could sense that they had they had something going that you just didn't quite get. And the fact that they're using these these two girls to kind of like to point that out, I think is what's what's making this for you feel the way you feel. Because if they weren't there, I think it'd be even better. Or if they just had them yeah. say the only the only thing that they said was that this guy is a fucking demon or something like that or whatever because well, of the three traps that he laid. And that was all they said because they keep talking, they keep interjecting within the the show. And I think that's kind of ruining the. Um, the impact so me personally what I then the way I see it because I might have seen it different when I was uh when I was watching this and they said uh what, what really got my attention was like they said we might have let a human a abomination yeah. so, you know play like this game or whatever right and I'm thinking like all right cool so he about to do something wild right when they said the three traps, I don't think they were speaking about him specifically. I thought they were speaking about they set traps within the game mm. that should have held them back. No, no, but no. But because of what kind of person he is, he was thinking ahead of the game in order to to supersede whatever traps they set in the game. No, no, it was three traps that he set for to catch the. Mm, that that I, I didn't I didn't catch that's what they said. I thought they were saying they they set traps in the game to catch mm. them. Nope, it was to it was to catch the original fucking the guy who, the the person who decided to be know, the traitor and get him in, yeah, exactly. And that again, it blows my fucking mind, man. It blows my mind. And that's when they mention like this guy's a fucking demon. Because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna use an abomination because I just think that's a whack ass term. It but is, but that, that's what they said. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> what they said. But he's a demon, and <laughs> and him and him grabbing his fucking head. <laughs> When he was yeah, down was there. It was so good, man. I'm like, it was petty. Yeah, it was very petty. And I'm like, I love that shit. I yeah. love that shit. So 
I'm looking forward. To, I'm now looking forward to the next episode, which is in nine hours, which is tomorrow. That's what, that's what it took for Polo right there. Yeah. Oh, what's crazy is that this releases the day the new episode releases the day that the podcast comes out. So it's like we are a week behind technically. From, we'll get to know though. Yeah. Yeah. True. I like it, man. I like I like the show a lot more than it than it was again because yeah. before it was like okay, this is kind of cool again. Those, I w- those two girls interjecting kind of sucks. I don't like that part at all. I will agree that this uh, this episode was better. I'm still kind of like in a, a I don't know place yet. Warm area. Yeah, I, I, but I do think this episode is definitely better. Um, I don't think I'm gonna drop it because that episode no. did make things more enticing. But yeah, yeah, I loved it. I, I loved I loved this episode. It was at this is how the week went for me. It was I watched that. I'm like, damn, could this possibly be my episode of the week? And then. Spy Family came out And I'm like Oh shit No this is definitely Episode of Easy Easy And then Summertime Rendering Popped And I just watched that 45 minutes Before we started recording And I'm like Oh shit <laughs> This is definitely <laughs> The episode of the week That's how I felt About watching Ayoashi I yeah. was like Is this my episode of the week And then I watched Spy Family I was like Damn <laughs> That was a good episode Then I watched Summertime Rendering I was like Oh Shit <laughs> I was like wait Oh my gosh I'm not sure I'm not <laughs> sure But I knew You was gonna pick Summertime Rendering Or, or uh, Spy Family So I'm like Nah I'm gonna go I.O. Cause it was a really good episode No that's And I'm glad Like I said I'm glad you did Because that was It was worth it It was worth to just bring that That show into perspective For people Check it out Alright let's wrap Alright we just finished Talking about Tamadachi Game uh, is it coming back? It's gonna be a real good, real good next episode. We'll see. Summertime rendering, no questions. Banger, literally, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spy Family, another banger. Um, no questions asked. Literally great. Um, on that break with that song by Polo Born Fly, send us your music. Let us know um, if you want us to play some of your tracks, low five tracks. Uh, let us know. Um, we got to know my check waifu, waifu with our top five anime OSTs. Let us know what yours are. Um, we also talked about the anime that got us hooked. We also discussed how you humbly talk about what kind of anime you watch with others if they, you know, start asking you questions and whatnot. We also uh, asked the question: Life after Crunchyroll Funimation merger. How's your How's your anime viewing life going now? Now that we have those together, and then we talked about the manga adaptations in Shield Hero. Uh, is Shield Hero really just bad? Is the manga adaptation what's messing this up? Are they just doing a poor job at it? Let us know. Uh, I did a breakdown for Ayawashi and our episodes of the week were Ayawashi and Summertime Rendering and we had a burnout talk. If you're feeling burnt out, go ahead and take a break. Rest. Get that in. Let's play episode 151 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram and TikTok and as always, Mike, Mike, Mike Check, 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 check. You're now tuned into Mike Check